section eleven of china japan and the islands of the pacific read for librivox org by jim locke mencius by s wells williams mencius was born about four hundred b c in the city of tsao now in the province of shantung his father died a short time after his son's birth and left the guardianship of the boy to his widow changshi the care of this prudent and attentive mother to quote from remusat has been cited as a model for all virtuous parents the house she occupied was near that of a butcher she observed that at the first cry of the animals that were being slaughtered the little mang ran to be present at the sight and that on his return he sought to imitate what he had seen fearful that his heart might become hardened and be accustomed to the sight of blood she removed to another house which was in the neighbourhood of a cemetery the relations of those who were buried there came often to weep upon their graves and make the customary libations mencius soon took pleasure in their ceremonies and amused himself in imitating them this was a new subject of uneasiness to changshi she feared her son might come to consider as a jest what is of all things the most serious and that he would acquire a habit of performing with levity and as a matter of routine merely ceremonies which demand the most exact attention and respect again therefore she anxiously changed her dwelling and went to live in the city opposite to a school where her son found examples the most worthy of imitation and soon began to profit by them i should not have spoken of this trifling anecdote but for the allusion which the chinese constantly make to it in the common proverb formerly the mother of mencius chose out a neighbourhood on another occasion her son seeing persons slaughtering pigs asked her why they did it to feed you she replied but reflecting that this was teaching her son to lightly regard the truth went and bought some pork and gave him mencius devoted himself early to the classics and became the disciple of tsetse the grandson and not unworthy imitator of confucius after his studies were completed he offered his services to the feudal princes of the country and was received by hui wang king of hui but though much respected by this ruler his instructions were not regarded he saw too ere long that among the numerous petty rulers and intriguing statesmen of the day there was no prospect of restoring tranquillity to the empire and that discourses upon the mild government and peaceful virtues of yao and shun king wan and ching tang offered little to interest persons whose minds were engrossed with schemes of conquest or pleasure 
he therefore at length returned to his own country and in concert with his disciples employed himself in composing the work which bears his name and in completing the editorial labours of his great predecessor he died about three sixteen b c aged eighty four years End of section eleven this recording is in the public domain recording by jim locke of floyd virginia